Thanks for listening to the Odd Couple Podcast. Be sure to check us out live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Oh, yeah. It is the I Couple. I'm Chris Broussard alongside my partner, Rob Parker. Parker. And we're coming to you live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. We'll do it live. And we have got a great. An absolutely great funky flashback Friday for you. So you know what to do. Keep it locked right here on Fox Sports Radio, the iHeartRadio app, or Sirius XM Channel 83, however you may be listening. And my partner, of course, is Mr. Rob Parker. What's up, brother? How are you? What's happening, Mr. Chris Boussard, on this funky flashback Friday, a beautiful Hot Friday here in Los Angeles. Ridiculous, but I'll take it. It's February. How hot is it? I don't know. It felt really hot out there. Alex, you're good on the weather. Was it uh, warmer than normal? I would say for uh, 1st of February, it's good, like 74 out here in Cali. It's great. Yeah. Wow. Sunny. Okay. And you know, Chris, if you're in the sun, too, it feels a little warmer. So, But uh, all good, man. I, I, I'm ready to go today. Yeah, pour some barbecue sauce on my back. But oh wow! Uh, oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> so you TMI, you, you, Chris you is hyped. Like, yeah, TMI. That, I, I'll get that picture out of my mind. That's for yes. darn sure. <laughs> um, but I'm also a little riled up today, man. I, I I really am, Chris. I don't like to. I don't. It's not about going after other media members. Ooh. But today, I I I'm a little worked up. Tiki oh, Barber rubbed me the wrong way today. Well, we'll get. Don't give it away. We'll no. get to that. We'll get to that, Is that in the second hour. Yeah, second yeah, hour. We'll, we'll get to that. You heard so, the comments, too. We'll play them, but Yeah, I haven't heard. I heard about them. I yeah. haven't heard them yet, but I hear them when we play them. And then I guess you'll, as Skip Bayless would say, unleash. <laughs> and we'll see. All right. Um, we got the iCouple crew in full effect. DJ Alex Teicher, a.k.a. Alex the Vegan. You know where he's at. In the crates. And on the uh, production, of course, the super producer, Rob G, is in the house. And on the updates, our man, Ralph Irvin. All right, Rob G. Now, let me ask you this real quick. You got on a shirt and tie for people who are watching the video, and you did the uh, NBA 75 special. Yeah, ESPN is doing a documentary that will run in May. I think they were saying May 31st about the top 75 players in NBA history. Yeah, and I so did it last week when that. they were oh, in you L.A. Did do it. Okay, so yeah, I did do cool. it, yes. So yep. I did it last week. You didn't when wear in a LA. shirt and tie? Uh, I just wore a jacket and shirt. You okay. know what I mean? Yeah. You know, I, I stay sharp, so. Yeah, yeah. okay, right. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just wondering, did you rip anybody in there? Because you know I ripped some people. No, you know, I mean, they talk, They had so many topics to right, talk to us right. about. So what, what I focused on, I won't I won't go into all Don't of go it, right but, to the whole thing. Just but, the, yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't – to answer your question, no. I didn't repeat okay. right. Because I didn't just get into just comment on this individual. This individual right, should right. he have okay. made it. It was more about the game and, you know, the evolution of things and game and all that stuff. So, But it, I, I can't wait to see it because it, it's 
Sounds like yeah. it's going to be really good. Yeah, so, hopefully um, uh, we'll both be in there mixed in. Very yep, good. So yep. there it is. They All right, May 31st on ESPN. You know what I wish they'd start running again? Uh, obviously, they, they, they sh- they'll probably do an update uh, at some point, Rob. Remember Sports Century? Yes. When they ran the top – they had the top 50 athletes ever – and then they also did other guys that weren't even in the top fifty. Yeah, those were I don't great. Even know what, I used to do those all the time. If they ever showed that, show that they don't. Now. I haven't seen them in a while, but they right. were awesome. So they should right. go back to it. But anyway, and speaking Rob of the NBA, G, hop yeah. on the mic and give us the uh, summary of what is going on with the Nets and the Sixers, or at least the uh, latest reports. reported. Yes. Oh, it's getting spicy out of here in these Ooh. NBA streets. Sham Sharinia of the Athletic. Dropped a bombshell earlier this afternoon. He's saying that the 76ers and the Nets are expected to discuss a Ben Simmons for James Harden trade before next week's deadline. He's not saying it's imminent, right. but the two sides are willing to discuss a deal, and we could see something pop off in the next six days. Rob, your thoughts? I think the Nets would be bonkers, mad, wow. crazy, to take Ben Simmons if you're serious about winning a championship. And I'll say this, Chris. I, we haven't seen those three guys really together enough for me to pull the plug on it. When they were together, just to give you a little numbers, when they, when they were together. The three of them? The three of them in the six playoff games. Was that like four games? Six. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's the problem. But, but are you ready for this? I'm going to give you a number. The big three had an offensive rating, Chris, of 135.4 in the playoff games together last season. That's six games. It's the highest offensive rating in the playoffs by any team ever. Any team ever, any team ever was, was 122.2 by the 2020 Jazz. And for a little context, that uh, 13.2 difference is the same as the difference between the number one offense, Jazz, and the last place offense, Thunder, this year. That's how big of a gap. You know what I mean? It's like right, encompasses right, the right, whole team. Right. So my point is, if I'm the Nets and I'm trying to win a championship, I would rather hold on to James Harden, hope it all comes together, give those three guys a chance to stand healthy for the postseason, win a championship, and even if he bounces, I'm good with that. But I'm not going to take on somebody else's issue. So now you have Ben Simmons. You don't know what, what kind of player he's going to be for you. Is this guy going to shoot in the fourth quarter? Uh, uh, is he going to be a problem? You already got Kyrie. Why would you take that on? I want all three of those guys to play as much. Now, if they're not healthy and you don't win, then you have to live with it. But the chances of them, two of the three guys being hurt again in the postseason just aren't good. The chances are they'll be healthy, and I'd rather take a chance with those three guys than to bring Ben Simmons in. Well, I hear what you're saying because I think you're saying if you, as bad as they look, and they look bad, and not just the way they're playing, they've lost six straight, they don't look like a team. They don't have a leader on the court I don't know if they got a leader on the bench. Um, Durant is injured. He'll be back, but, you know, we'll see if he stays healthy. And Harden, Rob, I think is frustrated to no end. And I think he's frustrated with Kyrie Irving, or if not with Kyrie Irving individually, he's frustrated with the situation. 
because he has mentioned several times about getting Kyrie back for all the games, right? And I think he's more frustrated now because Kyrie is not going to be able to play in all the games than he was two months ago. When Kyrie was gone for good or, you know, for all the games, I think Harden was fine mentally. Now he sees how good they could be potentially, and I think he is frustrated beyond measure with whether it's Kyrie or the situation. And you can see it in his body language. You can see it in the way he's playing. He's not defending anymore. Not that he was a great defender, but at least he tried. And he had four points the other night, and that's a problem. Now, to your point, though, as bad as they look, the Eastern Conference is devoid of juggernaut, and Milwaukee would certainly be the favorite right now in most people's eyes. But they haven't but even lit the they, world they, on yeah, fire. Yeah, and I don't look. Are they taking the attitude that some of LeBron's teams took after they won championships of, you know, it ain't about the regular season. Let's just make sure we're healthy, we're loose, we got our chemistry right, and then we'll turn it up in the play. Maybe. But whatever, they, they haven't looked great thus far. And obviously, Chicago and Cleveland are young. Philly is missing a piece. Uh, Miami is is good, well-coached, tough, hard-nosed, but, you know, they're not scaring you. So what I think what you're saying is Brooklyn has a better shot of winning it this year with Harden than they certainly, certainly than they would if they added Ben Simmons now. Right. Because you can always address – if Simmons doesn't get traded by the deadline, you can address that trade in the summer. Exactly. Exactly. So I feel you there. Like, I think Harden, I mean, we'll we'll see. I don't know this. I think he's gone, and I don't blame him. This is a mess. And we've said it. Who knows when Kyrie's going to be playing full-time again? And so I I think he's gone, but you got this year. Right. And, and you know, I'm, I'm this type of guy. If I'm Sean Marks, I'm calling Harden in, and I'm having a, a heart-to-heart, not accusatory, nothing like that. I'm just like, James, where you at, man, mentally? Like, you look kind of checked out. If you are, we can make this move. If you're not going to be – if you're just so upset and frustrated with the situation and, you, and you're 90% sure you're leaving anyway after the season, we can do this. But let me. But let me if say you can this. give me the whole, if you can go out hard this season, then let's go for it now, and we'll move you in the summer. And here's the other part: if you're James Harden, you better be very careful, Chris. This might be your only chance to win a championship. You might be one of those great players who never wins. And I'm not saying if he goes to Philadelphia, have a automatically good in Philly, that it's automatic that he that he wouldn't win. But I'm just right. saying, like like with those three guys. Healthy, that's going to be but your best chance. they don't have all three. Well, I'm saying they you got, got you got to assume. No, I'm, you know? I get it, but but you got to assume that that's your best chance. And even if after you win, you don't want to be there, that would be fine because you have that in your back pocket. That's all. Yeah, I'm you keep assuming they're gonna win if they're together. I'm no, I not. Just, I just I mean, think, I think that, they got a shot. I think they have a shot to win. I'm just saying. Right. I, I I'm I'm not convinced that. Uh, I'm just if I'm the Nets, I'm not taking Ben Simmons. I'm just not. So you would you do the trade in the summer in the off season? After the year's over, let's say would, they get I, to the finals and lose. 
And I'd Harden to, wants to leave. Would you? Well, do if, the trade if he summer? doesn't want to be there, then I'm gonna move him. But I right. don't know if it's. And I, I'm what, not. I always tell you that. I, I never. If if somebody doesn't want to be there, you know, you got to move on. I mean, I, I I'm not. I would never want somebody to to stay in a situation. You're not gonna get the best out of them when they don't want to be there. You know. But I'm saying in the summer, obviously, if Harden's available, like he'll he'll be a free agent. And most of the teams with money are undesirable places. Detroit, I think, San Antonio, OKC. And so for him to leave you, he's going to it's gonna to have to be a sign and trade. Right. So there'll be a lot of places you could move him. A lot of people would obviously love James Harden. So would you would you be yeah, interested I would, in, I would look in, at in that, Simmons? But I'm just, yeah. yeah, I don't, I don't know about Ben wait. Simmons. I would just wait. Oh, that's what I'm asking you. Would you yeah. be interested in Simmons? No, I'm not interested in him. Wow. Okay. I'm just not. Okay. I, I don't. I don't know who he is. I, I no, don't. and that's real. And I've, I said that on TV today. I, I think I said I it on our show over the last few days. Like, right? I if I get the best of Ben Simmons, even as he doesn't shoot jumpers. Okay, let's say I can get the Ben Simmons from like a year and a half, two years ago. Right? I'll take that because I think he'd be great with the Nets if that if he's that guy because I don't need him to shoot much. He can be a playmaker. He can actually play down low on the dunker spot or near the rim because Durant and Kyrie aren't going to be down there, and Durant and Kyrie are my scores. And so I think, and he's an awesome defender. I think he'd be a great fit for the Nets if he's the Ben Simmons of old. But I, you're right. You don't know. There's no guarantee this mental block that he has in Philly is just going to disappear exactly. when he goes to another team. And, so, and also, where, where his head is. Do you want a guy who could walk away from his profession, Chris? Like, like you're in the prime of your life. You could just dip because somebody said something you didn't like. Nah, you're gonna I stop mean, playing basketball. Yeah, I, that bothers I, me. I, I hear you. So he goes to the Nets and Marks or Nash says something. Now what? Does he right. turn his nose up to the organization? Nah, it's it's come on, man. Come on, you're a grown man. You, you and I, Rob. You know this. In any public profession, you have got to be able to take criticism. Just said it. Public. Public. Hello. That's us. We don't get it like athletes, but we get it. We get it. Are you kidding? And and you could go work at, I say this all the time, go work at the post office, Chris. Nobody's going to bother you. Right. You are absolutely right. Go play in Australia. Nobody I mean, will bother you. won't get you. it as much as you get it here. Right. How about the politicians? They get raked Everybody's over the coals every day. Trump. Everybody's ripping Biden. Do every you think day. about what it's like to be them? Yeah. And every single day you are catching darts. And so there's a certain level of mental toughness you have to have to play, to work in a public profession and play in the NBA, which is a public profession. So... Ben's got to look in the mirror and say, you know what? Let's go. All right, I hear you, uh, but it's a it's a good discussion. 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. If you're the Nets, would you trade James Harden for Ben Simmons now? Your turn to weigh in with the Odd Couple, Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. 
Hey, this is Jason McIntyre. Join me every weekday morning on my podcast, Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. This isn't your typical sports pod pushing the same tired narratives down your throat every day. Straight Fire gives you honest opinions on all the biggest sports headlines, accurate stats to help you win big at the sports book, and all the best guests. Do yourself a favor and listen to Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, the Odd Couple Funky Flashback Friday live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. And if you're dealing with a dead battery, go to AutoZone. It's America's number one battery destination. They offer free battery services like free battery testing and free battery charging. So next time you're having battery problems, go to AutoZone. Your battery solution and America's number one battery destination. 877-99 on Fox. If you're the Nets, would you trade James Harden for Ben Simmons now? Uh, Let's kick it off with uh, Mark in Sacramento. You're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up, Mark? What's going on, gentlemen? What's up, Mark? Hey, happy Friday. Happy Friday, guys. And just so you know, Chris, I never take my eye off the NBA even through football, so I've never stopped watching. <laughs> Very nice. All right. That's right. That, that's a smart man. I, I think I think what they should do, there's a question that's going to have to be asked will determine what they do with James Harden. I think they should get an accomplice call with the, the brass, Kevin, uh, Kevin Durant, James Harden, and Kyrie, and ask him one last time, are you closing the door and getting a vaccination because we need you? And if he doesn't want to do that, then you ask James, do you want to be here? Like Rob said, if you don't want to be there, then you, it's right. easy. You don't no, he doesn't want to be there. I don't want him. You sit down yeah. and have a heart-to-heart with him. Forget It yeah. ain't even, to me, it ain't pride. Like, oh, he don't want to be here. I don't want him. I, I'm just like, we got to do what's best for the team. No, I'm just saying, but and, when and, I say and you've that. Already, yeah. And you've already seen when Harden shuts it down, Harden going to shut it down. He looks kind of <laughs> checked out right now, and I'm, I'm not. Uh, almost. I, I don't know almost. for sure. We saw this right. in Houston. Yeah. yeah, we saw this in Houston. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, yep. definitely. No, nah, you got to have a, have a weekend, heart to heart. Man. Talk like Thank men. You. Be honest with me. I'm going to be honest with you. You know, there sometimes it's some – Rob, you know this. Sometimes executives are, like, really afraid to really rap with players. Oh, yeah, no. You know we what I'm saying? We already know that. Not, yeah. not only that, but, Chris, it happens in, in all walks of life. People, parents don't want to have real conversations right. with their kids. You know that right. as a, as yep. a parent. I mean, I, I – I, I always I talk to my girls yeah, about everything. Yeah, but you know what I mean. And but parents, a lot of people You guys don't. out there with little kids do it. Yep. They Sex, don't want to. drugs, afraid, alcohol, everything. peer yes. pressure, religion, all of it. I talk you to them about to. all of it. Yep. Right. But, Chris, a lot don't want – they figure, well, if I don't talk about sex with them, they won't know about it. No, what? No. They're going to hear about it, and they're going to hear about it the, the wrong way. Exactly. Yeah. So you don't want to do that. Um, Dave. In New Jersey, you're on the Odd Couple, Fox Sports Radio. What up, Dave? Yo, is this the old couple? <laughs> I just heard Rob Parker read stats from six games out of an 82-game season. No, it was team. from the playoffs. Hello. You jokers, listen. You it, jokers it was from the playoffs. Team, NBA team, week after week after week. You jokers gave up on the Lakers because they're busted. Now you're down to one team to talk about, and it's a broken record. All right, hold on. Since, since you you coming up here yelling right. and screaming, not knowing what you're talking about. All right, we, we've talked about the Lakers. We've talked about the Nets. We've talked about Ben Simmons, Rob, Philadelphia. We've talked right? about Milwaukee. 
I right. could go on. We talked about Memphis, Golden Chris. State. How, we, we talked, talked about, about the Suns. Slump. Yes. yes. And beyond that, it's football season. Yes. Yes, we will kick into the more meat of the NBA once the Super Bowl is over, as we always have. So we have not changed our way. And thanks, Dave, for listening in New Jersey. And it would be nice if you got it right once in a while. Uh, Kyrie (laughs) in Boston. Is Kyrie? Uh, Kyrie? Yeah, Kyrie's on the phone. Yo, Kyrie, remember when I gave you the head nod at uh, the mansion? (laughs) Kyrie in Boston. You're on the odd couple. Fox At the Sports Jordan Radio. party. At the Jordan what party. What a party. Right. What a shindig that was. That was great. What's up? Yeah, it was. What's up, Kyrie? Right, what's up, Kyrie? What's up? Um, so I think as far as Ben Simmons, I feel like if you're going to trade for him, like you have to have some assurances. Like You need to know if he's going to like be committed. Maybe try to get him to sign the extension. Like as soon as you get him. Well, no, he has. He's he's already he locked like up for the next years three left. years. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, no, true. But I feel like you have to make sure his head's on straight because they can use the defense because they don't. Nobody right. on the team really plays defense. And also, as far as Harden, I feel like he's already checked out. Like the same way he was playing in Houston after those first couple games, I feel like he's doing that again. So I feel yeah. like you got to do that. But I feel like Philly, if since he was disrespecting them. If I was them, I'm sorry, but I wouldn't trade into any contender. Just be, just off the strength of you talking about Simmons. Disrespectful. Well, yeah, but like, hold on. If they can get Harden, I mean, I hear uh, you. But if they can get know, James Harden with Embiid, obviously he's got a good relationship with Daryl Moore. But I look, you're right, Rob. It's a risk if they were to do this, even whether it's the off season or now. It's a risk on both parts. It's a big. If risk. you're Philadelphia. You're looking at it and say, okay, is this James Harden or is the guy in Houston James Harden or, or even the guy last year in, with the Nets James Harden? Because he hasn't been quite as good. He's been, been real good. He's still an all-star. He, he made the all-star but team. He hasn't not act been, like he hasn't played no, at right, all. Right, but he right. hasn't been what we've come to expect from James Harden. And moreover, he's going to be 33 next season. And he's getting older. It's even so better it, reason. It's a risk. It's even that better re- reason why you keep him to see what you can get out of it. Well, this I'm year saying from Philly's right. standpoint, though. Yeah, yeah. It's not like there's no risk on their standpoint. I'm about oh, to pay yeah. this dude two hundred million dollars, and is he and on he the don't decline? Want to play. Right. Well, I, I, even if he wants to, is he on the decline? And then from Philly, from the net standpoint, obviously it's a risk. Because you don't know where Ben Simmons' head at head is at. We're gonna ask Howard Beck, Sports Illustrated senior writer, about this in a moment. But first, Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Do you think I'm crazy? The other night, I went to McDonald's to get a Diet Coke. They gave me a regular Coke. I tasted it. I couldn't drink it. I couldn't get back in line. The line was too long. I kept my receipt, and I went back to McDonald's today, so like three days later, and demanded a Diet Coke for free. Did you get it? Yes. That, yeah, you're crazy. <laughs> Come on. Wow. <laughs> you're a multimillionaire. Stop it. No, I'm and not. You're, with Louis Vuitton seats in your car. We'll get to that later. But, yeah, All you're right. crazy. That's ridiculous. All right, friend of the show, friend of both of ours, longtime colleague in the sports writing business, does a terrific job. Now with Sports Illustrated as a senior writer and co-host of the Crossover Podcast, longtime NBA writer, one of the best, Howard Beck. Howard, Howard, what's up, man? 
Gentlemen, how are you? Rob, why are you going to McDonald's at all, man? Come on. you can what, right, Wait a minute. That's the first Howard. thing. They got the big Diet Coke for 99 cents. I'm not going to pay $3 at some fast food restaurant. 99 cents. And, and Howard, am, am I Meshuggah to go back three days later for my free drink? <laughs> You're Meshuggah for, yeah, for I, other I can, reasons. but <laughs> I, can, I, I, I cannot endorse that, no. I'm sorry. I'm with Broussard. I'm with, I'm with oh, my All gosh. Right. All right, Howard, let's get to the NBA. A lot to talk about. You've heard it. Uh, James Harden, Ben Simmons, the teams are going to talk how realistic do you like like do you think the chances are of this happening and why? I know everybody is quick to dismiss something like this, especially given everything that's come up until this point and all the rumors and speculation and especially because this involves Daryl Morey. And I know everybody's quick to think, ah, this is the Sixers putting this out there, this is Daryl putting it out there. I just want to note this that Two weeks ago, I think it was, when the last version of Simmons for Harden-type speculation was uh, bubbling up and people were dismissing it and saying, ah, it's just Daryl's putting that out there. I had been talking to people around the league, and this had come up organically from an executive with another team, not the Nets, not the Sixers, and not a team that would have any interest, I don't think, in either Harden or Simmons, who was just independently telling me and going down the list of reasons why they thought this could happen, and that they had also been hearing of Harden having some, you know, whatever, content, discontent, concerns, whatever, right. with the situation in Brooklyn. So I just want to point that out first. Like, this is not like, – the cynicism is understandable, and um, I don't doubt that Philly might be fanning the flames. But yeah, well, Philly would love it because they, they get a player when they don't have a guy who's not playing for right. them. So for I just Philly, know, it makes right. 100% sense. Right. My point is my point is only that just to real quick, just to, to dismiss this part of it, this is not being invented out of whole cloth. This is not just the Sixers, you know, smoking up the place to try to, to get this to happen. Also, by the way, if there's no truth to it, if the Nets are not interested, if Harden's not interested in leaving, then what does Philly putting this out there do anyway? That's not like that's not helping anything. It's not all of a sudden, oh, James Harden's gonna read this and say, you know what, they're right. I do want to go. Like that's right, ridiculous. Right. There's like well, this to your point, yeah. and you alluded yeah. to it, is hard. He looks like he's darn near checked out, and he seems frustrated right. with the whole Kyrie situation. What can you tell us about that? Well, so you know, if you've listened and read between the lines, and they're not that hard to read between, Harden has been throwing out little, not barbs, but just little hints of discontent for weeks, and in, and has also said things like, "I'll give Kyrie the shot myself if I have to." Right. Like, right. he clearly is not happy about having so much of the burden thrown on him, he forced the trade out of Houston and directed it to, to you know, Brooklyn was his, pre, pre, uh, his pre, uh, preferred destination, hard to say, um, <laughs> for a reason. He wanted to be reunited with Durant, and he also liked the idea, clearly, of playing with two guys who could score a ton. And people like me were going, uh, I don't know, is James Harden going to be willing to score less? Well, guess what? James Harden was willing to score less. And in the yeah. time that those three were actually together last season, he was brilliant as the orchestrator yes. and point guard, and Kyrie and Kevin Durant did the majority of the scoring, and Harden was perfectly uh, happy to do it that way. And now, out of necessity, he's having to do more at a stage in his career in his 30s where maybe he's not built to, to take all that punishment and carry that burden, and now Durant's hurt again. I mean, 
And, and besides that, he's been around long enough in Brooklyn to see that Kyrie, whether it's going, whether it's a vaccine or whether it's him checking out for two weeks last season for just right. personal reasons, he's he's seeing like this is not a uh, a, st- a stable environment, and he knows Daryl Morey obviously and has a trust there. And you know, while Embiid has an injury history, he's younger than Kevin Durant. And and what and about Doc's gotta... history in the postseason? Oh. Stop. Um, you mean Doc, the guy who won a championship with the Celtics back in 2008? I think he's okay. Yeah. Um, so the one who's Darryl, been knocked out of the playoffs the last, I'm just being honest, the last 10, 10 or 12 years hasn't been great. I mean, Let's look, at, look at the topic. personnel. Just no, I'm like just it. saying. I'm just saying. Uh, it hasn't Co- been great. Coaches, co- listen to me. Coaches do not generally lose playoff series. Players do. And while coaching matters – in this league, you can't say it doesn't. There's no uh, proof that Doc Rivers' lack of coaching is the reason that the Lob City Clippers never broke through. Like, there were limits on that team. And if you listen to J.J. Redick and Blake Griffin and others talk about those teams, they admit it. Like, they had, they had some issues. So, anyway. Um, right. did, like, let's, Harden, let's... Harden and Embiid makes a lot of sense to me, and I could see why he'd want to go. All right, let me have to ask you, the, tr- the, the Clippers are making a trade. And the Portland's ready to give up some of their assets and, uh, you know, salary dumps, I guess, in order to free up other money and bring in players. What do you make of that? And the Clippers, I mean, maybe not this year, but adding some of the players that they have, do you like what they did? They, they always seem to still feel like they need to make moves and do stuff, even though they don't have Kawhi and, and Paul George. Do you like what they're doing? I love what the Clippers just did in getting Covington and Norm Powell from Portland. I don't understand Portland's side of it at all, um, other than them wanting to save some money and duck the luxury tax. What the Clippers have done, you know, first of all, it's very easy when your best player has been out, you know, is out the whole season. You know, Kawhi hasn't played yet and probably won't. And when your other all-star, Paul George, has missed the bulk of the season and himself might not come back, the easiest thing to do would be, you know what, let's sell off a few pieces, um, regroup, figure out next season when, when we need to, but this season's a lost cause. They're not doing that. Now, granted, this trade is, I think, as much about next season as this season, but just the mere fact that they're bolstering themselves to the tune of like another $20 million in luxury tax payments, right. well, I mean, I think that's admirable. It doesn't happen very often in this league. Now, granted, Steve Ballmer is by far the richest owner in this league, and that's fine. But a lot of owners, there's a lot of billionaires in this league. And $20 million, whether it's to Steve Ballmer or somebody else, $20 million is not much to them. But most of them won't just go throwing it out there to bolster their team in what looks like a lost cause. Like the Clippers, they're still not probably making it out of the first round. Right. They're definitely not winning a championship. But they're willing to do this and spend the money that – I think it is admirable. And also, yes, next season, when presumably Kawhi and Paul George are back and healthy, they're super deep and versatile. And, I mean, we could be talking about them as, as title favorites when we're all talking again in October. Howard, in 30 seconds, I want to go back to Ben Simmons. How, is, is there trepidation on the part of potential trade partners of what am I getting? Like, there's no guarantee that mental block in Philly is going to disappear when he goes to my team. Like, are guys feeling that way? At I'm least glad wondering? you brought it up. Yeah. 
Yes, no, I, I think absolutely every team that's trading for or thinking of trading for Ben Simmons, while they know he's a top 15 talent at his best and a, a defensive player of the year candidate when he's playing and a guy who is a phenomenal playmaker, everyone has to be concerned about his mental makeup, and especially in light of Ramona Shelburne's most recent story, yep. which I thought was uh, enlightening in, in ways that are kind of troubling. Right, right. All right, that's our man Thanks. Howard Beck, Sports Illustrated senior writer. Also, check him out on the Crossover Podcast. Great stuff, Howard. We appreciate and, you. And the next time I see you, I got a Diet Coke for you, all right? <laughs> <laughs> always, a, always a pleasure, fellas. All right, brother. Peace. Shekel City is next. Keep it locked. I couple Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Amazing, Alex. Because I've been meaning to request this. Me and you are here. We're like this. Remember that that on Thursdays. You guys got the same skin tone. Remember that on Thursdays. Point Chris. (laughs) (laughs) Thursdays is 6.30 Pacific, 9.30 Eastern. Fred Trump. All right, we're live from the Fox Trump. Don't do that to me again. (laughs) We're live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. It's time for Shekel City. Welcome to Shekel City, the home base for Rob Parker's daily picks against the spread. Man, Shekel City, not yet sponsored by Caesar Sportsbook. But, Chris, what? You remember last week I was on fire. You remember last week? Yep. This week ain't been last week. It's been <laughs> a disaster. I'm, I'm taking a bath. Taking a bath. Well, Three and nine this week. It's about time. <laughs> Three and nine this week. Uh, and this is good. money. This is not just no. You t- I told you I'm, I'm betting money. Wow. Uh, yesterday I'm checkled. So uh, one and two last night. I thought I had a couple of a really good ticket, and uh, neither the other two games did not pan out. So anyway, all right tonight we need to just. I'm not going to say bounce back. Let's just can we win some games? Let's do it. All right, best bet of the night. I got the Mavericks minus one and a half hosting the 76ers. Ooh. Celtics minus 10 game. at the Pistons. I already know the Pistons are going to win this game because every time <laughs> well, I bet against them. Picking, why are you betting against them then? Cause, bet, bet for them. I know, but but then I'll bet plus 10 and they'll lose by 15. I, I just <laughs> That's how it is. So I'm going to go with the Celtics minus 10. And the last one, Rockets at the Spurs. I got the Spurs minus 7, Chris, so I'm going to go there. Uh, so again, best bet, Mavericks minus uh, one and a half. Celtics minus 10, Spurs minus 7. And remember, I'm not telling you who to bet on. I'm just telling you who I bet on. All right, Rob. I don't, did you watch, I mean, stay up. It's not that late where you're at. But for me in the East, I had to stay up and watch the Clippers and the Lakers. Did you watch that game? I watched, yes. Great game. Yes. Excellent game. Uh, Clippers up 17 late in the fourth. And Lakers then the came Lakers came storming back. back. Yep. But, Took uh, the lead. And Reggie Jackson with a great move uh, to score what ended up being the game winner. Anthony Davis missed a runner at the buzzer. That was was a good shot. And I'm glad he didn't settle for the three. I think LeBron and, and Russ settled for the three too much on game winners. And uh, he went to the cup. 
And that's a good sign. Anthony Davis, like, for all the Lakers' issues and how much they've been losing, Anthony Davis, the last four games, Rob, or since he's gotten back, really, from his injury has been great. He's been like the old AD. But the only problem, Chris, they don't win. That like, was the like, old AD, though. I mean, he's the second guy. Because remember, in, in New Orleans, when he yeah. was putting up huge numbers, they made the playoffs two times in seven years. Yeah, you might So, you know what I'm saying? Like, But if, if you got I, I, LeBron I with, with him, then but, but now I thought maybe Westbrook, you got some. Westbrook and AD don't add up to winning. I just, uh, no, it's I my, you. It's, yeah, Chris, you only need two guys in the NBA. They got two stars. They got two top 75 players. They can't win. The Clippers have nobody. And when I say nobody, no Kawhi, no Paul George. Really? No, I, I, look, I, I, I get it. But the Lakers, all they got, Rob, is a puncher's chance. Can, can I say it's this too? It's a heck too? of a punch. But I don't yeah. even. Did, did you know what the record is between the Clippers and Lakers, Chris, in the last 37 games? Do you know 30, this number? 30 and 7 Clippers. But you know what? It don't matter. No, got, I know. Who got the ring? I, I, I if get I'm the it, Lakers, I, I'll make that tra- trade. But I can't believe that they've dominated them like that. that. That's what I'm just saying. Yeah, I mean, it don't matter. It don't matter. Because the one team that got a ring in those years was the Lakers. Yeah. You, and I, you and agree with this. me on that, right? No, they won. I mean, they right. won. That was the year that the Clippers should have won. Remember, that was their year. They had everything together. They lost to uh, Denver, wasn't it? And they yeah. lost, right, after being up 3-1 to one and right. looking good getting there. If yep. you remember, they looked yep. good. Yep, yep. So, so, um, but the Clippers, I, they just keep doing whatever they need. They just keep, they keep playing. Ty Lue has done a great job there. I can't, I can't even say anything more about him. No, nah, he's a very good coach. He's a very good coach. But, you know, they're the A seed, I mean. You know, Clippers and I mean, the Lakers are ninth. Uh, it, it was a good win by them. Like you said, they do play hard, but um, you know, I, they're not doing anything this year. I mean, they'll they'll get in the playoffs and lose in the first round probably. But um, but they have played hard, and they're another team though. Honestly, if I was as as hard as they play and they got a good culture, it seems I'd be frustrated with them. It, it, Ka- Kawhi's situation is a lot like Durant's. Both of them made these moves, and nothing's to come of it so far, you know? All right, two hours left. You know what to do. Keep it locked. Ah, a couple.